When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hey, this is Nomad, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast. Why do they call me Nomad? Well, I traveled the globe, spreading the joy of music one song at a time. And now I bring you wisdom, tried and true knowledge, and life experiences of my colleagues and peers in this crazy business we call music. On this episode of the Career Musician Podcast, we have my guitar-slinging brother, Rick Watford. This is the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. Okay, Rick is amazing because he really is like the modern bridge of gospel, R&B, and jazz guitar from the greats who came before him to now. I mean, if you think about some of the classics, Shirley Caesar, Andre Crouch, Rick has played with them. But the list doesn't stop there. It's just beginning. CeCe Winans, Donnie McClurkin, John P. Key, Marvin Sapp, T.D. Jakes, Lettucey, Alex Bunyan, Jonathan Butler, Luther Vandross, Vanessa Williams, Yolanda Adams, Israel Houghton, Wayman Tisdale, Marcus Cole, The Mighty Clouds of Joy, Smokey Norfolk, Kim Burrell, Gerald Albright, Jennifer Holliday, Tamala Mann, William McDowell, Angie Stone. The list goes on and on and on. Rick, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, man, honored, man. Honored, bro. Tell me, Rick, the first thing I want to know is a brief history of, of why you got started playing the guitar. And what was your inspiration? Oh, man, I got started playing when I was probably, well, my interest peaked at nine. I was probably nine years old. My dad played guitar and my grandfather played guitar. At first, uh, my dad was my biggest guitar hero. I love that. For sure. Um, and he didn't teach me. I watched him. He would just sit me next to him. Say that again, Rick, yeah. because there's so much profoundness oh, yeah. there. Yeah, he didn't sit and teach because he wasn't taught, so he had no method. So, you know, so he, he would just say, well, just sit here. And even when we were in church, I would sit next to him. And I would just watch his hands. And I had, I had a little guitar, and I would just make my hands do what his did. And so eventually, he let me plug my guitar up. <laughs> wow. You know, you know, and that's how it, ha- how's, how's, how it happened in, in, you know, in church. And uh, after that, got to be a teenager, got exposed to uh, contemporary gospel music, groups like Commissioned and the Winans, and then came along jazz, George Benson, 
messed my world up. I you I was about both. to kind of just throw a guitar away, but I was like, wow, let me see what's going on. Not that I was getting on his level or anything like that, but the inspiration to make a guitar do what I had never heard it do mm. was amazing. That amongst then, you know, at the same time, MTV's hitting. You know, we're, we're telling our age. So Ooh, yeah, but, and that's the reason why I picked it up, because I saw Eddie on MTV. There you go. You're going to hear some high fives right yeah, here, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, you know... Once I, you know, because that wasn't in my community as far as just hearing cats riding down the street with it or it being in the house. So rock came through TV for me, mm. you know. Now, my dad was an avid lover of soft rock. So I knew about Chicago and the Eagles. And the I knew Sticks, about Ario Speedway. I knew about oh. ABBA and the, the band and Bread. And I knew about uh, my favorite Little River band and stuff like that. But as far as Van Halen and stuff, that came through MTV and videos. You know what I'm saying? So now it's, it, exposure might come through YouTube. Right exactly. or Spotify or some kind of social media platform. Exactly. For us back then, it was cable television. It was cable television, and we're talking in the 1980s. Oh, <laughs> I hate to go back, but it's true, man. Definitely pre-CDs. Yeah. Pre-CDs. So you might, if you don't wow. even know what CDs are, it was pre-CDs. Wow. Yeah, I love it, yeah. Rick. And, and listen, this is what informs your special formula of playing style now because you had all these different influences mm -hmm. and the reason why guys like you and I connect so well is because you grew up in the church and quartet was your foundation but then you love the pop rock soft rock side and rock and all that mm -hmm. and the jazz mm -hmm. vice versa I grew up with the metal and the rock and then I fell in love with the R&B gospel and soul Absolutely. Absolutely. so when we come together it's literally yeah. nothing but a mutual admiration society Absolutely. I mean it's period it, it's End that, of story. I love it. Listen, in, in, in a brief few sentences, mm -hmm. tell me about the principles and methods that you adhere to in order to be a successful career musician. Oh, man. Successful career musician starts with the stuff that's away from the instrument first. S starts with being a man of your word. Starts with being on time, being a businessman. Starts with uh, uh, responsibility. Okay, so then you take those things into what you do. Now, responsibility covers, hey, knowing your music, uh, understanding your itineraries, knowing where to be, when to be there, um, uh, all that sort of stuff. Not, not making waves, being an asset to uh, 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 an, an artist and or a band or, or whoever you're working with and not being a liability. Uh, you want callbacks. You want uh, references, references. You want all that stuff. You want to be the guy. Because, see, what happens is when you start out, you precede your reputation. So they don't know anything about you. You come before it. Then mm -hmm. there comes a small period of time where you kind of show up with your reputa reputation. In other words, you and your reputation show up at the same time. Then your reputation starts to precede you. Now, once it precedes you, it better be good because it could be the opposite. Because it could be detrimental to your career. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm thankful that when people say my name, they know what they get. That means my reputation precedes me. So you already know what you're getting. Well, now you decide on what you want. Uh, Rick, you and I have known each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. We've worked for some. Excuse me. We worked for some of the same uh, artists, mm -hmm. and even on a couple of the same bills at the same time. Absolutely. Um, and I have to say, Rick, 
you know, I am grateful that life is a process of learning. Because you know me very well, and you know my reputation has preceded me at times when perhaps it wasn't the best. Where somebody would say, oh, yeah, you should call Michael Rapol, and perhaps the other, the, the, the retort would be, well, I need somebody with maybe perhaps a little less aggression. And I'm, I'm mad enough to say that I have been there before. I've learned. We have. I'm not trying to be corny or, you know, overly sentimental here. Mm -hmm. But it's true. You live and learn. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's better to let things go. Absolutely. Don't let every little detail or thing Absolutely. upset you and affect Absolutely. you, right? Absolutely. And I can honestly say here, brothers in this room right yes. here looking at you eye to eye, mm -hmm. whether this video, this audio recording was on or not. Or not, yep. You are the antithesis of me in that you always had the low-key, mellow, go with the flow. I always had the buck the system mentality. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, Rick, I really respect your uh, modus operandi. Well, you know, there's something to be respected about both sides. It's a balance of the two. Mm. You fought for yourself, and I admired that. Mm. Sometimes I didn't have enough fight. So I lived and learned too. I've gotten more fight where, you, where you've learned when not. It's the balance. That's a beautiful thing. Oh, it's it's yeah. I'm, I wasn't better than you, yeah. or you weren't better. Than, we, it's you know, it's our natures, you know. But the cool thing is to how is to have outlived the negative. Mm. The cool things to have the have had the grace of God to have outlived it. That's called mercy. You've been, you've been able to outlive it, and now you can teach, and now it's called wisdom. So Rick and I played together on a Kurt Carr album, a live album, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and we just had a blast. One of the things I've learned from Rick over the years is the ability to make a tasteful statement without screaming it. So you know how sometimes, especially as a guitar player, you turn up, you're like, Row! you just rip a riff off, and you're like, yeah, that's me, I'm shredding, baby. And then everybody else is like, um, okay. You know, you kind of interrupted the conversation, so to speak. But Rick has a way of doing that with such finesse and showing off his, you know, agility and his tastefulness and his soul, his emotive expression on his instrument is just a beautiful thing to experience. And I really enjoyed working with him. Let me tell you, guitar players, something oftentimes we're pigeonholed as having crazy egos and we can't work with other guitar players. Man, you got to get behind that and put that away. You have to learn how to work with other guitar players because when you collaborate in that kind of a context, beautiful things happen. Follow The Career Musician on Instagram and Facebook. Look, I want to talk about some, some essentials of the gig, quote unquote. Yes, there's two types of gigs. There's a live gig, touring, mm -hmm. and there's a session gig, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the essentials? Let's talk gear and peripherals. So. Mm -hmm. Touring essentials. If you're going to go do, whether it's a fly date, like a little, uh, a, a, you know, a quickie, uh, mm -hmm. a weekend warrior, mm -hmm. or if you're going to do a tour, what are some of the essentials? Um, Tour-wise, okay, you know, you're on your big tour, of course. You're, you're, you're trying to accommodate the artists and what was on their on their records. You know, you're, you're at their disposal. You know, it's like, what do you, what were you hearing happen in production? 
And hey, mm, if so you was, have to replicate. You have to replicate. You have wow. to replicate. And the, the the name of the game, the higher up you go, is giving the artist what they want. At the at the bottom of the of the gig totem pole is the freedom of doing what you want. At the top of it is doing what they want. Can you repeat that, please? That was profound. Uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it was even clear, but. <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> At the bottom of the gig totem pole, the gigs have a more freedom. They have the, hey, improv and the do what you want. At the top of the gig totem pole, you're going to do what the artist demands. Mm. Now, um, that require that's going to require more and less of you. Let me show you how. It's going to require more in the art of discipline and thought but maybe less in the actual outpouring or physical uh, notes that you're playing. Because when you're in your own world, you're playing a million notes. When you're in their world, you're playing the notes on the record. Period. I'm quoting that. That's going to be the quote, man. Yeah, well, you can have Beautiful. Period. You're playing the notes on And if you can do that, I found that the higher, the bigger checks I've gotten, I've, paid, I've played less notes. It's very interesting how that happens, but there it is because it's and this is this is my mantra. This is this is why that is, and I and I put this on social media once, and I'll continue it. It's because you don't get hired for how you play, you get hired for how you think. Mm. That's the separation. You line ten cats up with the same skill. The only thing that's going to separate them is how they think. And the artist is watching, oh, wow, oh, you see what he did? Why did he do that? He did that. Why did he not do that? He could have taken all that space, but he didn't. It's about how you think. It's not about how you play. Everybody can play on this level. Everybody can play. Everybody mm -hmm. can play. But who's if, that? You, if you're a career musician, yeah. you can play. Yeah. Yes, yes. Why are you at home or why are you on the road? You know, it's it gets past the hookup and, hey, my boy got me out here. Because you don't survive on that. No. You can get in the door on that, but you don't survive on and that. And that ties back to your reputation. Absolutely. And how it precedes you. Absolutely. And then how it proceeds you. How it... <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. How, and then the proceeds from it. The, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We're preaching over here. Yeah, it, it, it definitely... It's all connected, but it starts with how you think. It's it's a mindset. And so, see, I'm just one. I just think everything's the same to me. The more, the, the older you get, the wiser you get, the more you realize everything's connected and things are just templates. I can apply this if I was starting a lawn business. It's not what I do. It's, it's how I think. What's going to separate me, was, the reason I get the job is because I pay attention to details. I don't run over people's flowers. You know, or I don't, you know, I take my time with my edging or, you know. Look out for the nuances. I look man. out for the nuances. I do. I don't just use a, a, a hacksaw to something. I I may take a small shrub uh, cutter, you know, and just, and I can really get in. And and, and that, that old lady goes, wow, you're different than the other. Well, it's be, that's not because of how I cut. It's because of how I think. Rick, you're blowing me away with your wisdom. Uh, I mean, not only the knowledge and the skill set, but the wisdom. It, it's fantastic. Listen, uh, on that note, 
talk a little bit about studio etiquette. So, mm-hmm. there, therefore, that same principle template, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. would apply. <clears throat> excuse me, in the studio, studio etiquette. A lot of times, guys don't understand if you're dealing with the the artist and the producer. Mm-hmm. It's not your job to tell them what they want. Mm-hmm. It's your job to listen and decipher what they want. And then deliver. Correct? Absolutely. And you're going to find yourself... I didn't mean to cut you off. No, please. You're going to find yourself dealing with two different types. You're going to find yourself dealing with the artist or the producer that knows what they want or that don't. Please divulge on... on, on, on expound you know, on that. Yeah. You know, the one that knows what they want can give you the script. And you listen for that. You wait for that. You wait to find out which one you're dealing with. Oh, this is a guy with a script. This is a Quincy Jones-esque... I know your part, and I'm going to write it for you, or I'm going to tell it, or I'm going to sing it, or I'm going to play it, whatever. Right, right. You know? Or, hey, I just got this picture, I just got this artist, and, you know, I kind of know what I, you know, the, the, the end result is like this, but hey, I hired you for what you do. I love, isn't it so much fun when they say that? Oh, it's... And then you just get it, you get to go in and do what you do. It's crazy. Now, it's a little, it's... They're both have they both have their nerve wracking, mm. you know, uh, aspects. Aspects. Thank you. But it is a lot more fun for that. It is. But it is. But the challenge to succeed where the producer says, "I have your part," and you bring it to life the way they heard it in their head. That's, you know, it's like to me as a session musician, which is what I consider myself, that's what I set out to be and in, in what I do for the, the, the bulk of my living. The biggest compliment for me is to look at my resume and see the various producers, mm-hmm. because that means I've been able to adapt to very, you know, a lot of situations. Different scenarios. Yeah. And that means that they've paid it for They've. They've referred me. Yeah, he will do. He can do whatever you need. When you see a list of producers on a musician's resume that are ranging from a country guy to a jazz guy to a ballad guy to a pop guy to a gospel guy to a rock guy and, you know, and whatever in between, that is a compliment to how that musician is able to adapt and adaptability comes from humility. You don't push yourself or your agenda on a thing. You are, you to adapt is to learn. To learn is you have to humble yourself to learn. To learn is to say I don't know what you're talking about. It's Tell like me. you have to be an open circuit at all times. That's you said it. And but, but I love your analogies yeah. and, and your illustrations. Open circuit, but then when they give you the green light, you have to know how you, to close that circuit. You bust through that. Bam. Yeah, you you go through that thing and you you show them why why they, they called you why they called you and why you're going to sign that check immediately. Yep, and With, you don't waste time without pushing, like you said, your agenda, mm-hmm. your opinion, mm-hmm. or without showing your. I'm going to be honest, without mm-hmm. showing your ass. Absolutely, without showing your absolutely, ass. absolutely. The older you get the more strategic you are and you find ways of doing that without them knowing it though you play little things you know you the subtle yeah there's certain subtle rewiring because you can bring things into your comfort zone Mm. if you're careful careful. but you're not saying this is I'm trying to do this because this is all I know how to do you're just saying hey this is I can show you something dope Mm. 
and you do it right, they'll go with it. You're on. Drummers! So you're watching an amazing drummer on YouTube, and they're playing something so crazy, you just can't figure it out. If only you can tap this drummer on the shoulder and say, hey, can you slow it down and break it down for me, man? PossibleChops.com does exactly that. They've asked some of the top-of-the-line drummers to play in short, digestible phrases some of their craziest chops. Then they slow it down and transcribe it so you can actually learn what the heck they're doing. They're making chops possible. Now, PossibleChops.com is an online drum lesson website that makes it easy to add to your drumming vocabulary from some of the baddest professional drummers. And when I say baddest, I mean the dopest, illest, most ridiculousest drummers you ever heard. Imagine getting a breakdown from drummers who played with the likes of Usher, Earth, Wind & Fire, Chick Corea, Babyface, Sheryl Crow, Tony Braxton, and the list goes on. The PossibleChops.com community is designed to allow drummers to share ideas and help you on your path to becoming a pro and getting gigs. That's right, folks, actually getting real gigs. If you're serious about drumming, do yourself a favor and visit PossibleChops.com. Join today and basic membership is free. However, If you decide to upgrade to a pro membership, use the promo code NOMAD to get your first free month. That's right, folks. Use coupon code NOMAD and you get the whole first month absolutely free. Adding new chops are now made possible for drummers on PossibleChops.com. Add the career musician to your playlist on Spotify. Man, and with that being said, let's talk about business acumen because I believe this all uh, uh, spearheads, uh, you know, there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about several things negotiating, branding, accounting, schedule planning, your word is bond. But negotiating, that's a tricky subject that's in and of itself. Time. Still being learned. There's a subtle art to that. Yeah, there's a the nuances of that yes. is everything. You know, you got to have a level of humility matched with a level of I know what I'm talking about and of what I'm doing and yes. confidence. You got to and um, because they want overall a client wants confidence. They're not going to pay for indifference. Mm-hmm. They're not going to pay for doubt. They want confidence. I want you to know that I'm here for you. You want to exude confidence, but also exude accommodation. You want them to know that, you know, I'm able. I am able. But whatever you need, I got. I'll accommodate. You know what I'm saying? There you go. You know, I'll, let me, you know, if, if you, I can save you, you know, you want to be able to save them time when they can't quite think of what, man, it's, and you got answers. You got, you can bring answers. Answers are everything. Answers rule the world. It's whoever has the answers. When you are solution based, when you are a solution based, you are absolutely. you will continue to work and absolutely. continue the process. It's I about solution, bro. Amen. Speaking of that, so now we have negotiating. How, 
you know, a lot of musicians, a lot of us didn't go to college. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of us did, perhaps, but we didn't uh, major in, in financial uh, aspects. Mm -hmm. it, there's a fine art to accounting when you're self-employed. Because you may, let's say you have a good month. Let's say this month you made eight grand. You say, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, mm -hmm. wow. We paid all the bills. We mm -hmm. put a little bit of money away for, mm -hmm. for junior's college. Mm -hmm. But next month you only made a grand. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You made eight one and one the next. And then the next you might make three. But then in the summer you might make 12. Wait a minute. How do I balance this? Right? So what do you do? Listen, it, it, could, take, <laughs> it could take 10 years to wrap your head around that. That's to right. just start to get that right. It could take ten years. It, I know me. It could literally, you you Same know you here, get brother. you got that tour, and you're making hand over fist money, and mm -hmm. you have very little obligations, and you're like you know living high on the hog. You mm -hmm. know, dude, and then you come back home, and you're like, whoa. Where'd my money go? You went eating out. You bought some cool you bought, gear. You you, you bought some gear and some cool clothing gear. Right, right, right. Both, yeah. You know, and then you're like, wait, what did I do? What did I do? Like I miscalculated. I miscalculated here. to uh, piggyback on that eight grand, one grand month type of stuff. You know, you it takes a while to get to what is my average what is my median right. income right what is that like like you have to get outside of yourself as if you were an accounting talk, accountant talking to you that's right what is it that you make or are able to make you know what i'm saying and you have because to. yeah because you know though you're you have the ability to hey the market ain't demand or you're just hey, you're not the flavor of the month right now I've been reading some business books, and the underlying uh, component is supply and demand. Supply and demand has always made the world go round. That followed by competition. Absolutely. Right? Well, you know, well, that now, fosters it. Yeah. That, that now, if you, <sighs> yeah, without supply and, supply and demand, you'd have you wouldn't have competition. Right. Interesting. That's the core of economics: supply and demand. So it's not a bad idea for us to study economics in its its basic form. Absolutely, I was a business econ major until um, I quit college. <laughs> it became a musician. Similar story. Similar story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need too much time yeah, to go down yeah, that path. Yeah, yeah. Listen, let's talk about scheduling and planning and the art of saying no. So wow. just like we balance our bank account, wow. now we have to balance our calendar. Wow. Wow. And how do you do that? <laughs> that has been one of my biggest areas of weakness is the saying, saying no area. Mm -hmm. I've extended myself and gotten so far beneath what I should have gotten for years and continue to get because of my want to accommodate and, and, and my consideration for people. Now, I don't count that as a weakness I just, you, like with everything else, you get to that place of, at our place in the game, we, we're starting to understand the balance of it. There's nothing wrong with a little sternness and a little no and a little, hey, I can't. And a little, there's nothing wrong with those things. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these things are the things that are the parameters and that set the margins for who you are and who people will understand they're working with. Mm. 
How about the the uh, I love to to live by this rule. The three rules: you, good, fast, and cheap. You can only get two of those, but not all three. Have you heard that one before? No. Good, fast, and cheap. You can either get good and fast, but it won't be cheap, or you can get cheap and good, but it won't be fast. I right? Love that. A dear friend of mine, another fellow career, career musician, told me that. Richie Pena. He told me about, it, and I loved it. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's real good. Do you have any memorable moments in your career where you say, oh my gosh, either A, uh, that was so amazing, I'm elated, I can't believe it, I had to pinch myself, or B, oh my gosh, I want to go crawl under a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Probably more B than A. Yeah, me too, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, but the A's balance it out to where, A, man, I... uh, Memorable moments, uh, movie set, Fighting Temptations, uh, absolutely. I mean, that go. came from out of nowhere, didn't expect it. it. It came because I was asked to play a song. I was asked to go to a studio here in Atlanta. Mm. Just go down there, they need a guitar player. That's all I heard. Mm. Get down there, I meet the producer, Rex Rideout. Oh, yeah. yeah, you be, yeah, man, you came highly recommended. I need you to play on this song. Cool, played it. Well, I said, well, listen, play the song. I'm setting up just like I did here. My little had a little setup. Mm-hmm. He says, play. Uh, 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 I said, well, play play the song. Let me hear it. Well, as I'm playing, as I'm setting up, I'm sorry. I hear it going. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what it needs. He's like, you know, hey man, just you know, I heard you with a guy. Oh, I, I, I know what it needs. So when I'm, as soon as I'm done, I'm like, you can hit record. He goes, really? Yeah, yeah. Play him down a pass. He goes, oh, my God. That's it. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, it was natural uh, feel stuff and, uh, you know, the stuff we hmm. do in gospel and R&B and stuff like that. So 15 minutes, I was done. He was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like who are you and how, where'd you come from? where'd you come from he's like hold on a second I'm like okay I'm, I'm you know I'm packing up he's like I'll be right back so he brings someone back in with him and it's a producer uh, named Loretta Jones of, 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 of what was going on this movie The Fighting Temptation he's like okay what this is is a song that's gonna be in this movie in its score in the movie mm-hmm. not just in the soundtrack Sure. So I was like, "Are you kidding me?" He's like, "Yeah." And she and I want her to hear what you did. She was like, amazed. The song was programmed. It was all programmed except for me. Right. I was the only live instrument. And she was so enamored with it. She was like, "Can we get more live guys? Okay. I like where this is going." See, organic and energy. organic energy. The heart. So long story short, she pulls me aside and says. We're filming a movie here. Can you give me your next two weeks? Wow. For what? To be in the movie. Are you serious? Yes. Yes, I can. (laughs) Mind you, now this was my first big hard decision as a young musician. Because what happened was, Mm. and this has happened to you, Mm. I had a prior conflict. Mm. I was supposed to do a session in Mississippi Mm. with a guy. I'd never done work with a gospel session. Mm. And it was within two weeks of his date 
and this was gonna you know when you when you go to the movie set you give them you don't give them some of your time yeah a hundred hundred percent or none period. of it period in the studio or they on stage especially on stage for that two weeks it's done they own every minute exactly so I had to muster up how I was gonna tell this guy I couldn't do his record after he had wanted me to do it for like three months when I explained it to him, of course, he was heartbroken, and I hated to do it, but it was the first big thing I had ever done. Yeah. That of that magnitude. I just, I, and I, you know you know me, no man. I'm a guy of integrity. I don't operate like that on a daily basis. But th- this is a great point, Rick, and let me just say, because so many people say, oh, no, my word is bond, that's it. I tell mm-hmm. you, yes, that's it. There's nothing that's going to break that bond. However, however, there are exceptions. And there are exceptions in business, my friends. Yes. These exceptions do exist in life, in my life, friends. They exist. These exceptions exist. Never say never. This comes back to the fine art of negotiating and really communicating properly. Right. Communicating with people, hearing their needs first, right. and learning how to become solution oriented absolutely and if you do it if you if you work on your reputation things like this will work themselves out and mm-hmm. the party that seemingly lost will actually respect you for how you handle even it. more even more they and they will call you again based on like oh my god they will they will understand who you really are and they will respect it. As opposed to ignoring their phone calls. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to be a man about it. You got to face it. You got to face it head on. You got to face it. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to that. You have to, you face, to face it head on. You got to face it. And come up with it's some going to ha- it's, options. If, if you are good at what you do, it will happen. Take my words to the bank. If you are good, exceptional, great at what you do, you will have these conflicts. It's natural. You're going to be pulled from more than one direction. Double booking will gonna, happen. That prospect it will, will yes. happen. And it's take it as a, you know, hey, it, it's a compliment to you, but now how do you handle it? Drum roll. <laughs> Sometimes you take the L, so I've had to take the lesser thing because my word was more important at that time for the thing. Other times, I've, they've, I've had to ask for mercy yep. to excuse and make it up on another thing. I've had to do it recently where a guy wanted, a guy wanted me on his live session, and I had I had to weigh that against doing a, a pilot for a TV show that mm-hmm. I could be a part of. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So what do you do? And I told him, I, one thing you do is you disclose all the facts. All the facts. You let them know. You're not hiding anything. This is what, what would you do if you were me? That's what you're saying by disclosing the facts. And they go, man, I, I guess I would, man, man. My friend, here's the dilemma. Exactly. I don't know which way to turn. Perhaps you can help me shed some light on this. Then that person goes, well, you know what? Let's figure this out. You know what? I... I only want you on this record. So even though it's live, I'll have I'll have you play in post. Mm. Are you serious? Well, you know what I'll do for you? I'll make a concession. I'll do it for half price. Since we're Dude, come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And and you live That's to fight it. another day. That's it. Now, my last talking point mm-hmm. was uh gonna be to ask you words of wisdom. But bro, I think you just uh-huh. laid it out. That's your words of wisdom. That's it. 
You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Famous words of wisdom from uh, Rick Watford, guitar uh, extraordinaire, session and touring, uh, dear friend of mine. And Rick, I am so grateful to uh, be able to call you a friend. Oh, man, not like I am for you, bro. I'm honored. Hey, follow this guy. This is the guy. <laughs> Nomad. I've, hey, I've been following him for over 20... Nope. nope I'm not going to say it. Not say it. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, Rick. Yet another episode of The Career Musician down with my true guitar brother. Hashtag career guitarist. Rick Watford, thank you so much, Rick, for being a guest. We appreciate it. Hey, folks, don't forget to check Rick online. Rick Watford with one T, -T W-A-T-F-O-R-D on Facebook. Rick.Watford on Instagram. You can check out his all music credits. The list goes on and on. Also on his Instagram, he started a hashtag how I did that. And in his latest post, he's showing you how he played the intro to Marvin Sapp's More Than a Conqueror on the album Here I Am. I love this. Hashtag I play guitar. Hashtag Fender Strat. Hashtag gospel music. Hashtag career guitarist. Hashtag Rick Watford. If you've enjoyed today's interview, subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man Writing the songs in this one-man band A nomad, yeah I'm a nomad, Nomad here, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast, wanting to tell you all about PantheonPodcast.com network. I am a part of this collective that is solely music-based podcasts. And guess what? It is the only one of its kind on the globe so far. It is a collective of an independent network of podcasts all based on music, which dig into the culture, technology, history, and everything else you can imagine that has to do with music. Thank you so much for listening, and be sure to check us out at PantheonPodcasts.com. time to let it roll the podcast about how and why popular music happens we're heading into 2020 and it's never been easier to hear music old new local international but has it ever been harder to make sense of popular music is this golden age of ubiquity producing great new music how long will our uber access to everything ever recorded last how did the 20th century produce so much great popular music is there any chance the 21st century will match it I'm Nate Wilcox, and I'm obsessed with trying to figure out what the heck happened with popular music in the last 170 years and where we might be headed. 
Join me as I talk to some of the best music historians on earth. People like Ed Ward, Robert Christgau, Stanley Booth, Ted Joya, Elijah Wald, Susan Whitehall, and Peter Doggett to get the history, the theory, and try to figure out how popular music happens on the Let It Roll podcast. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 